faith is the anchor of a victorious life. And we understand that faith only comes by the word and that word is in your bosom. As the word says, as newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Stay tuned as we meet pastors of Victory Life Bible Church International, Apostle Lawrence and Reverend Paula Achudume. Feed your soul and spirit with the word of God. Rise to your feet, everybody. Lift your hand above your head. And let's take this song in worship together. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. this morning can you just clap to give it to the Lord thank you father we give you praise oh God thank you Holy Spirit we celebrate your majesty thank you in Jesus mighty name we have worshipped I want you to Allah amen to this four prophetic word that the Lord has asked me to decree over your life this morning and as your amen will sound this day your testimony will not be aborted can I hear an unusual amen to that prayer can I hear a better amen to that prayer 
your testimony will not be aborted. Your testimony will not be aborted. Your testimony will not be aborted. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And number two, I decree upon your life, the Lord showed me about 10 persons in the house. And as your amen will thunder after this meeting, you will shed tears of joy. There are tears of joy that will roll out of your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You have cried for pain before. You have cried for sorrow before. You have cried for trouble before. But hear what the Lord is saying to 10 persons in the house. I don't know whether you are one of them. And as your amen will thunder, it's your turn to shed tears of joy. Tears of joy is your portion. You will share that tears of joy. You will share that tears of joy. I'm not hearing your amen. I'm not hearing your amen. I'm not hearing your amen. You will share tears of joy. Hallelujah. And the third person in the house this morning that God has asked me to prophesy upon as your amen will thunder, it's your set time for your favor. Favor is about to locate you. Favor is about to come in another dimension. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. Oh, receive favor. Hallelujah. And there's somebody that came this morning that the Lord has asked me to come and give comfort to. And as your amen with thunder, I decree upon your life the peace that passes man's understanding. As your amen with thunder, receive it this morning. Receive it this morning. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, bless the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Celebrate Jesus and take your seat. Celebrate him and take your seat. Thank you, choir. God bless you. Appreciate you. Can you help me celebrate the team, the praise team? God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. If you have more time connected with us on Facebook to share it, please do it quickly. It's part of your evangelism strategy to let people know that God is doing something with us in this place. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Our time. Amen. Let's quickly start from 3 John chapter 1 and verse number 2. 3 John chapter 1 verse number 2. Quickly. 3 John chapter 1 and, um, and verse number 2. It's only one chapter of scripture anyway. So let's just look at it. I just want to emphasize something. I can't preach my message, but I will just only, you know, do one thing so that I will not take too much of our time this morning. It's Supernatural Sunday, so that's why we are here. Hallelujah. It's, we've taken a bit. We've gone into our time. Are we there? All right. Everybody, let's read it. One, two, go. Even as thy soul prospered. Amen. In the TPT translation, it says, Beloved friend, I pray that you are prospering in every way and that you continually enjoy good health and just as your soul is prospering. Amen. Apostle has spoken on this verse recently, maybe before the convention. And he was able to break this verse into three major points. And the first one was prosperity in material goods. And the second one is prosperity in health. And the third one is prosperity in the spiritual dimension. This is God's mind for our lives. For some time since after convention, and I've been preaching it almost every day that I'm privileged to hold the microphone to talk to us, to let us know that there is something big that is coming. I don't know to who that person, I mean to, to, to who that big thing is coming, but I can, I'm, I'm persuaded that it is me. I don't know about you. 
that there is a dimension that God wants to take us into. And he used not just the convention, even proud to the convention, but throughout the convention to actually prepare us for this strange dimension that God is taking. There's something great in the hair. There's a massive testimony that is coming. There's something big that is coming. Because this is God's mind for our lives. And one prayer that we have been praying, and when I talk about we, I know Apostle has been praying it. He has been sending it severally on even the pastor's platform. The need for us to pray so that those that God has this massive greatness that is coming, don't miss it. We have been praying it. I pray it. He prays it. Pastors are praying it. Prayer band members are praying it. The Father, this massive greatness that you have in stock for us, we will not miss it. Put your hand on your chest and tell yourself, call yourself by name. I won't miss it. Say it to yourself. Say, I won't miss it. Are you alive at all this morning? Are you sure you are alive? Can I hear your voice? Are you alive? Can you give me a response? Can I hear your response? In case that person didn't talk, can you pinch that person? Are you alive? Are you alive? Then put your hand on your chest. Say, I won't miss it. I'm not hearing you. Come on, shout it better. Say, I won't miss it. I won't miss it. I will not miss it. I won't miss it. Ladies and gentlemen, I will not miss it. I hear a word in Yoruba. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to pray this morning. Maybe I will have to do a prophetic prayer session. I just say a word in Yoruba. <laughs> I don't know how to put it, but that is what is just coming. And let your amen toda. Oh, need And if I get it right, that is the word that is just coming. If I get it right, that means I won't watch others make it. And me, I don't make it. Does it look like what it means? Aha. So, I, I mean, can you look at your neighbor? Me, I won't look at you. I won't just look at you. Now, tell him or her, say, you, we will mean it. Hey, you are not here this morning. You are the one that will watch me. No, I won't watch you. I'm the, you, are, you are, I, I, won't, I won't watch you. I won't just watch how you are making it, but you will watch how I'm making it. You have a choice to say it and you have a choice to keep your mouth shut. It's, it's your choice. So I just added. So which means, ladies and gentlemen, there's something massive, there's something great that God wants to do. He wants to do. And for him to do this, let's quickly look at two things. God help me. I was talking to us last week about the importance of running with a message in our life. And I was telling us, telling us on how you get messages, how you have your own glad tidings. And I knew I ended on the note of your experiences of your life. And I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, that a word has gone forth in our life. How are we not going to miss it? Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1. Let's look at it. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have had, lest at any time we should let them sleep. We have had so much. Words that should catapult us into the greatness that heaven designed for us. We have had it. We have had it. You have not only had it, you have read it. Now, Paul was not particular and saying, give the more earnest heed to this word such that you don't allow it to sleep. It must come to pass. My testimony must not be aborted. I 
must not let it go. I have to by every means stop the stopper that may want me not to see the fullness of my word. In Isaiah chapter 9 verse 8, Isaiah chapter 9 verse 8, the Bible said, the Lord sent a word unto Jacob. He lighted upon Israel. The simple interpretation of this one line verse is that Jacob received a word. The word landed on him as Jacob. But by the time the word will finish with him, the word has produced Israel out of him. I'm going somewhere. He sent his word. He sent his prophecy unto Jacob. Proud to this, looking at the life of Jacob, Jacob had undergone certain experiences in life. The Bible said, two nations and your womb, dash, 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 dash. The younger shall be greater and on and on like that. I told you that Jacob stayed in the tent to receive the word. Because you cannot be bigger than the word that you have received. You cannot be greater than the illumination, the understanding of the word that has been decoded to you. When Abike was leading prayer, he said some people take some word as information. Some people take the word as information and process it to become a revelation. And when it becomes a revelation, that same word causes a revolution. And when it causes a revolution, it backs out a new person. Am I communicating here? And so, Jacob had received the word. Yes, you are Jacob. But where God is taking you to is not at Jacob, it's not at Jacob's identity. Everybody talk about Jacob to be what do you people call him? What's that different title description you give him? What is that? Eh? Eh? A supplanter. Yeah. Many different words that we use to describe him. Yes. We are not shying away from the fact that that is who he was. When he had received the word, his mother has shown him secrets. In the place of the tent, he has gotten, you know, revelations, informations about his life. So one way or the other, he knew he was to be in charge. But how will he get it to be in charge? Were the processes that Jacob began to go through in life. And when the brother said, give me food, he said, sell it to me. The birthright will make me to be in charge. He got the birthright. The birthright did not make him to be in charge. But there was something that was inside of him. The word. He sent his word to Jacob. Am I communicating here? I know somebody's looking at his mama saying, okay, I'm going somewhere. And then, when the word, after he has asked for the birthright, the mother together with him got the blessing. He got the blessing. He still felt he would be in charge. Yet, 
the power of dominion still was not released. And that made him to now enter into exile. He got into exile. He began to serve man. Yet that word was inside of him. The word he received, he didn't allow it to sleep. It may not have made him to become what he said he was going to become. But he was keeping it and watching over it. That one day is one day. This word will produce the real me that must come out. Am I communicating here? And then he went to Laban's house. He served for Rachel. He served for Leah. He became a father with plenty of children. Not understanding that greatness is not a function of how many children you have. You can be a father of multitude. Praise God for your life. Don't just have multitude in children. Have multitude in results. That's what we are talking about. And he began to serve until they used his head, his servant serve, and he remained a servant until the word wound up again. And he said, no, there is a place God wants me to be. And he said to Laban, I need to leave this place. The word is not letting him be. There was something the word was doing. And then he said, I need to go. And then God showed him a mystery of how to become great. He got over all the resources of Laban. God made it to happen for him. And he was on the journey. And together with his catalog of family. And they were going and they were going and they were going until they got to Genesis chapter 32. Am I making sense there? Genesis chapter 32. Everybody let's look at Genesis 32. I know you are looking at me. Lebosha. Genesis 32, please give me from verse 24. Verse 24, quickly. Can we rise up to read this? Because it's like you are not following me. So let me know you are, not, you are following me. And Jacob was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. All right. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. Hallelujah. And what? And he said, let me go for the day break it. And he said, I will not let you go except thou bless me. And he said unto him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, your name shall be called no more Jacob. But what? Israel, for as a prince hast thou power with God and with man and has prevailed. Now let's end there. Please take your seat. I hope somebody that is in the spirit is understanding where I'm going. Give me verse 26 again. Give me verse 26 again. Let me see what is there. He said to the angel, let me go. And he said, no, sir, I won't let you go. I perceive that, <laughs> I perceive that what I've been looking for all this time is associated with this encounter. Let me go. He cried again. He said, no, sir, I'm not going to let you go. He said, because I need a blessing from you. And somebody may ask, has he not been blessed before? He was blessed. But the blessing did not give him his dominion. So it was at this point, he said, except you bless me. There is a word that is hanging on my head. You must get a place to land. Something has got to happen to me. There must be a translation. There must be a transformation. There must be a change. If you remember, when Pharaoh was asking Jacob, how old was he? He was talking about the catalog of the troubles of his life. Because of the pain he has gone through. Because there was a word that was on him. The Lord sent his word unto Jacob. 
but the word did not remain in Jacob alone there was something the word was to give back to and then verse 27 and he said unto him what is your name how did he know he was bearing a name that was not carrying the glory of his life he said Jacob is my name and in verse 28 he said from today your word find expression your name shall no longer be Jacob today become the original name that heaven called you you have prevailed how did it prevail he wrestled with the word have received a word in the convention have received a word of prophecy for my life for my children for my business for my career this word must not dry up my testimony must not be aborted this word must produce the results <laughs> oh he said you are fought because you didn't let the word sleep you are fought with the word <laughs> great faith is a function of great fight great test great testimony is a function of great test great triumph is a function of great trials you have gone through the pains through the trials through the different journey but here comes this day you have prevailed your name changes to history so hear me here was the can i get two people the pastors please quickly so you are black so be jacob stand there come and stand behind i know we are not practicing homosexualism in this place <laughs> so i want you to glue to him at the back praise the lord am i blessing anybody this morning don't put your hand let us not see your hand because mm -mm. pastor i did there just stay glue because it's only jacob we are seeing this is jacob but ladies and gentlemen inside jacob was israel but it takes the word and the fighting with the word to bring out what was inside jacob listen inside Jacob without these two heads one head is Israel this Jacob has been struggling this Jacob has received the word but waiting when will the word manifest to bat out my covenant me and so this Jacob had remained like this all through the journey of his life he was carrying the word inside but the word has not manifested what he was supposed to manifest he was struggling and struggling and struggling struggling to find attention struggling to feel belonging struggling to do this struggling to do that and yet inside him was the prince that he was born to be and so the Bible says he sent his word to Jacob when Jacob wrestled with the word conquered with the word from nowhere from Jacob Israel came out I prophesy upon you this morning if somebody can shout a big amen the victorious you will arise I don't have much time to preach this morning but I hope you got my message I want you to look at your neighbor and say this is not me a better me is inside me 
a greater me is inside me a powerful me is inside me a popular me is inside me a famous me is inside me a blessed me is inside me a great me is inside me and if you're a member thunder I call that person out so ladies and gentlemen, when I look at you, I don't look at you by the way I see you. I look at you with the eye of the prophetic goggle. And I see the greater you inside of you. And this morning, I want to pray to bring that greater you outside to emerge. And what makes it to emerge, mass, is that don't let the word you have received sleep by. Carry that word. got a prophecy for herself. I'm not supposed to be a barren woman. For this long, I've been married to my husband. No child. I have a word over my life. When you see Anna, you see barrenness. But inside of Anna, he was a mother of Samuel. Am I communicating to somebody here? When they look at you, they see you as a failure because you failed chemistry, you failed physics, you failed biology, you failed that person. But inside of you was a CEO that you are meant to be. I don't know what I'm communicating to somebody. I, hello. They look at you, they see you are lame physically. But ladies and gentlemen, the outward appearance does not have the power to dictate the original identity of a man. It takes the word. I receive the word. I got my word. Am I making sense here? I won't let it slip by. So what do I do with that word? Hannah went on the altar. I said, Lord, this word, I won't let you go until barrenness is disgraced. I got a word for somebody here. Let your amen thunder. You are disgracing your trouble this morning. I will embarrass my trouble. I will embarrass my shame. I will embarrass my attack. I will embarrass them. Open your mouth and say, you say, I will conquer this trouble. I just said that word. Am I blessing you at all? Are you hearing me at all? So inside the poor you is the millionaire. Clap for Jesus if you know I'm telling you the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, inside the ugly you, hear me, is the queen of the land. Listen, let, let, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. They look at you and they call you ugly. But they don't know they are talking to the first lady of Nigeria. Because first lady is not a function of the color of your face. First lady is a function of your prophetic word. Now listen, if the word has landed, the word can give back to it. But don't let it sleep. A lot of us are careless with our word. Hannah said, no sir, on the altar, remember the word that you spoke to me. Lord have come to remind you. Remember you said that none shall be barren. Ah, ah, Father, I have tolerated this trouble for too long. Listen to me. Now listen to me. Every trouble you have stays because you are tolerating it. Did you hear what I said? You tolerate pain. You tolerate affliction. You tolerate sickness. You tolerate mediocrity. Are you hearing what I'm saying here? You tolerate when people look at you and wash is Now listen, you hiss at me. And then you say, God, deal. You do God day without doing nothing. Those are mere statements. But somebody is 
because they feel that they have leveled you and despised you in life. And you look at him and you shake, beating the person that the me you see today is not the me that you will see in the next five years. I warn you, treat me well. Don't treat me by my present status. Because by the time, ah, by the time, by the time Israel comes out of me, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I look at you today, I see young people, but I see you in the next one year, two years, three years, four years. I see you controlling thousands. Not thousands in Naira, but thousands of human beings. Oh, I just had a word now. I just had a word. When they call you, ladies and gentlemen, let your amen turn down. Anytime, anytime you call one person, multitude will answer for you. Listen, you went to meet her. Mommy, please, I need food to eat. And she said, hey, you have come again today. Huh? You have come again today. You came last week. I gave it to you. Last time, yesterday, I gave it to you. I said, please, ma, give me one more time. Give me one more time. I said, will you get her from this place? Oh, the fact that I come again this one more time. Give it to me. Because you are privileged to be giving me today. Because ladies and gentlemen, my word is working. Oh, somebody is not in the house. Unusual people, if you are in the house, come on, shout to your neighbor. Say, my word is working. It's in the process. My word, my word, my word, my word, my word, my word is working. When it finish. Together with your entire family, I will feed them tomorrow. That is the way to the posture to maintain. Am I communicating here? My word. Hannah said, Excuse me. Penina has laughed at me, but let her laugh. I'm not fighting her. Here was I, I was barren. But I went on that altar with a prophetic prayer focus. And I said, Father, if only you can look on me and let my word produce result. Ah, ah, even generation yet unborn, we celebrate you because of me. Are we not celebrating God because of Anna? At any time we mention Prophet Samuel, it's Anna we are mentioning. Thank God she was used to bad. So when they saw a bad woman, but inside of her was a mother of nations. The people somewhere controlled in his lifetime. Not to talk of the people Samuel is still controlling today. Because when we preach, we preach somewhere. There are scriptures in the book of Samuel that are revelations to our bones. Am I communicating here? It was in Samuel's book that David's life was scattered. If there was no book of Samuel, we will not read anything about David. Am I communicating here? Because a woman who was barren before, but inside her was Samuel and the nations of the world. Don't look down on anybody don't despise nobody in your life. No matter how little anybody is, don't close your eyes to them. The people that are becoming governors and presidents today in our nation, they were once a time small, small children. There are people that would have pulled their ears and pulled their nose. And today they will remember because the one you did back to does not forget. You may forget the evil you did. The one you did evil to remembers. Am I communicating here? I think I said this. What is this woman's name? Obama's wife. What was her name? Michelle Obama. I think I mentioned it in this church before. When the woman said, I can't stand a black woman in my school, in my daughter's room. You've got to change her. You've got to change her. And they change her until tomorrow she regretted 
that her daughter was not a friend to a first lady of America. Am I communicating? Because Michelle did not look like that those years ago. But inside of her was a first lady of America. Come on, stand up and cut walk and say, inside of me, <laughs> the greatness that will show up, a massive greatness that is coming out. So ladies and gentlemen, don't despise yourself and don't belittle yourself. And let nobody belittle you. Sit down and let me finish. Am I blessing you today? So tell your neighbors, hey, there is greatness inside of you. And it's about to come out this morning. I'm not hearing you. Come on, shout it. Say, it's about to come out. Amen. Come on, come on, come on. Shout it. Say, it's about to come out. Today you look beautiful, but I can tell you that the beauty that is coming in the next two years. I don't know what you can afford today, but listen to me. It's not what you can afford. It is what grace can deliver. Because grace has power. Ladies and gentlemen, I prophesy to you this morning. If your amen can talk that louder than your neighbor, the real you will come out. 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 I said to you this morning, I said the real you will come out. I'm not hearing your amen. I said the real you will come out. Okay, let me put it this way. The next you, the next you, the one that you are supposed to be in the next few days, the next few weeks, in the next year, in your career, in your profession, in your business, in your marriage, as your amen will turn out, she will come out. Out. Sit down. Sit down. Did you get my message this morning? We don't have time. Don't let go of your word. Don't let it travel without it being fulfilled. Don't use offense to kill your word. Don't use comparison to kill your word. Am I communicating here? Don't use jealousy and envy to kill your word. As of today, almost very soon, it will be a month after convention. Am I talking to you here? The power of the word in some of us may have reduced. You want to take life as normal, maintaining the status quo. Convention was great. Yes, it was great. Where is your word? I sat down throughout in the night yesterday, flipping my note to my word. Word that was my word. And I said, Father, let the Israel in me come out. There are experiences you can't do without. One of the experiences you must not close your eyes to is the experience of Penel. Bathing out the real Jew. He sent his word unto Jacob. It alighted upon Israel. The meaning of that was that the light made Israel to count. And they couldn't stop it again. And that was the end of the struggle of Jacob. Because the original man that God made him came out. Don't let Kakos lifestyle. This is a group. We form a group and we are talking. And we're just talking. <laughs> look at the mate. Look at this. Look at this. Don't let it stop your word. Don't let disobedience to instruction from the altar. Don't despise people that speaks from the altar. It can make your word to slip away. Don't delay the days that you have to spend in the wilderness. Don't let the wilderness take more time than your glory time. 
that glory should last more than the wilderness. The wilderness is a passage. The glory is a place of arrival. Ladies and gentlemen, don't stay in the corridor of life for too long. You need to get to the sitting room of life where there is a display of beauty. Am I talking to somebody? And one of the things that makes that to be is the word. He sent his word unto Jacob. It alighted upon Israel. Let pride, don't let ego, what did that man call ego? Edging God out of your life. You know some people, permit me to say this, some people can be gender biased. It's a woman that is talking to us. What does she have to say? Listen to me, don't say her. Nobody is here like that, they are here that believe that it is only a man that can bless them. Am I communicating here? Some of you really can, hey, not mama. So you disobey instructions, you disobey the word of truth, you disobey guidance. Are you hearing what I'm saying here? It's ego and pride and it will get you nowhere. Your profession, I am a, a, a lawyer, I am a doctor, uh, so what are they saying? She, 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 look at her, I, what, what are they saying? The way we me, 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 and we fee, 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 and we fee, fee, fee. Ladies and gentlemen, can delay you in your wilderness experience. God said to me two days ago, say, daughter, do you know, making people great is not difficult. Attaining greatness in life is not difficult. The only challenge people have is obedience to instruction. And the Lord said to me, one of the things that is killing your people is flesh. I can't go there today. Please don't miss one Wednesday I can't go there. And God said to me, if only they can die to flesh, <laughs> Israel will come out. What made Jacob to bath Israel? He reduced himself. He began to fight. I don't care. I must get what I'm looking for. I don't care my title. I don't care how much I have in the account. I don't care my profession. I don't care who is it. I must get it. I must get it. I must get it. They look at him and they say, he passed. They say, okay, Israel, come out. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been seeing where God is taking unusual people. Unfortunately, I don't think many of you are on the same page with me. And I think it was last week you were giving me that prophecy. Yeah, that God was speaking to you. <laughs> I think it was pitting the way I'm sweating and the way I'm shouting. I'm not shouting or preaching to make a name. I'm not shouting or preaching to show you that I can preach. Ask people that go out with me. I preach more than this in different places. But I preach because you are attached to my womb. And I've received a word that this womb is crying out. Now God said to me, your womb has dilated. Your womb has contracted. But you can't force people to become great. He said it to me yesterday night. He said, you can't force people until they see what you are saying. And so I know 100% many may not see. But I beg God for just 20%. If 20% can see what I'm talking about, that run with your word. Stop being proud. Stop being arrogant. Stop flexing muscles. If I go to the choir stand, a lot of them, they are on telephone. If I move around into the hall, particularly the young ones, they are doing something else. Stop flexing muscles. Stop believing you know more than your teachers. Stop believing that I had God. I had God. So I've had what I need to hear. I don't need to hear. I just come here to display. Who needs your display? We are pitting our lives. 
Are you happy with me this morning? Let me not ask you, you are not happy with me. Are you happy with me? If you're happy with me, come and tell your neighbor, say, the new me will come out. The real me, the real me, the real me. There is a real you. Beyond being Dr. Abayomi, there is a greater Dr. Abayomi inside here. But we need to cooperate with God. Flesh needs to die. I started by saying our testimony must not be aborted. Jesus' testimony was about to be aborted. Until he got to Gethsemane and he killed flesh. Flesh wanted to show up. That how can I, with all this beauty, with all this attention, with all this celebration, with the way everybody is dancing around Jesus, how can I die? But he went on that altar, remembering the word, that the word must not slip away. He said, Father, help me now. Is my flesh crying? If only you can help me. Lord, let this cup pass over me, please God. But if you know that it can't, help me, Father. Lord, I need to die to flesh. I need to die. I need to die. I need to die. And he died to flesh. He conquered. Because the angel came and strengthened him. Flesh is the enemy of our next level. It's the enemy. When you begin to feel, most so when you can speak in tongues, and you can dramatize with speaking in tongues. Where is she? Let him come and, where is that word? Kabosh. Ezuzu. Eh? Where are they? Where are those is what? Eh? 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 When it starts like this, in fact, people stop praying to be clapping for him. Most so when you can speak in some diverse tongues, or when you are privileged that you see and you see small, you don't know that there are levels of sin. Am I communicating here? Or when you feel you can hold microphone and praise God and worship God and do whatever it is that you are doing. Don't keep, it's better to keep flesh. You know what? The more God uses you, the more you humble yourself. The more you bring yourself down, say, Father, I dare not lose this grace because your word is working a work in me. To take me there. Did I bless you this morning? One of the things I don't want you to close your eyes to. Is gratitude to God. So that he can take us further. In somewhere. I think I need to read that and I close. My time is over a long time ago. Do you forgive me this morning? If you forgive me clap for Jesus. Thank you pastors. Thank you pastors. Stand up go tell five persons. My testimony will not be about it. Come on, come on, shout it quickly, shout it quickly. Wow, time has gone, time has gone. Is there any need to read this scripture? Time has gone, time has gone. Hallelujah. Please, media, give it to me. Everybody stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. I'm so sorry. Psalm 119, verse 164. Psalm 119, verse 164. Psalm 119, verse 164. Quickly, rise to your feet, everybody. Next week is Thanksgiving. Clap for Jesus if you are clapping. Do you know why we are thanking God? We are thanking God to let him know that. We acknowledge that you are the only one that can bat out our history. We want to keep flesh. Look at what David said. Everybody read it. Seven times a day. I praise you. Gratitude is a major key to batting your next level. Seven times. Intentional gratitude. I thank you because I can't stand. I like the way the choir talked about the story of death. The encounter that I had some years back. And that's why I do not only have common sense. I have only good sense. Because I know, ma, 
Mrs. Lawa. It was only by his mercy. So, what want to enter my head? What want to? I go to places, meet with big people. They will tell me you are too simple and too humble. I know where I'm coming from. If his mercy did not prevail in 2013, you would have forgotten about my name today. Intentional gratitude. That encounter made me to have gratitude that, that I can lift up my hand like this. It is a miracle. You would have done this and you say, they didn't greet me well. They didn't talk well. They are disobeying me. They don't respect me. They don't do this. They don't do this. You have mouth, you have hand. That's why you are talking like that. Like Papa say, any one of you, if it was God, and you do anyhow, you, you, you disobey the structure. How was he saying? He said, say, say, I'll just cut off your tongue. Say if I were God, though. Say, when you do eyes like this and you hide me, I just blind the eyes. <laughs> Have you forgotten that he preached it? He said, when you are talking and you are doing like joker, you are doing your nose like this, I just block the nose. <laughs> or you are using your hair and to be making shakala all over the place, I make you bad. That is what God can do. But he doesn't do it because of his love. So why are we not grateful? Next week, Sunday, is going to be a festival of gratitude. We want to thank God. And that will speed up our answer. Am I blessing you this morning? Look at your neighbor, say, my Israel has come out. My Israel has come out. My Israel is coming out. Put your hand on your womb and say, Father, let my miracle come out. Open your mouth and pray it for one minute. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice seven times. Intentional gratitude. I hope I bless somebody this morning. Come on, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth this morning. My Israel must come out. My Israel must come out. Stretch your hands towards this altar and let your amen thunder. I don't have much time. I wanted to go back home. Pray with your word. Pray with that prophecy. Pray with that prophetic word. Like Anna, attach your thanksgiving offering to it and say, Lord. I will see my Israel come out. Stretch your hands towards me and let your amen thunder. I prophesy again upon your life this morning. As your amen will thunder, your testimony will not be aborted. Your flesh will not stop your testimony. Your arrogance will not stop your testimony. Your expertise will not stop your testimony. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Your testimony will not be aborted. I'm not hearing your amen. Pride will not abort it. Disobedience will not abort it. Sickness will not abort it. Death will not abort it. In the name of the Lord Jesus, your testimony will not be aborted. Your testimony will not be aborted. Your testimony will not be aborted. Shout amen three times. I say your testimony will not be aborted. I prophesy upon you today. Let your Israel come out. Let your Israel come out. Let your Israel come out. Let the new you arise. Let the real you come out. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I say again to you today. Your testimony will not be aborted. Clap for Jesus. Celebrate him. 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 My Israel is coming out. The new me is coming out. 
I had a, I mean, I had a word just now. And let your amen thunder. Allow me to say it the way I had it in Yoruba. And let your amen sound. If you don't understand Yoruba, I will, I will interpret. Let your amen sound. Can I say it in Yoruba again? Are you ready to hear it again? I'm sorry, I just added it in Yoruba. Let your amen turn that again. Whatever gave you joy will not be aborted. Sorrow will not spoil your joy. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. I see the new you. I see the real you. I see the next you. You are not shouting amen. I see the new you. I see the real you. I see the next you. Out of sickness, I command allness to come. Out of poverty, I command riches to come out. Prosperity to come out. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you are stepping out as a victor. You are not a victim. In the name of the Lord Jesus, can you shout three amen? Hallelujah. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Hope you were blessed by that inspiring message from our lead pastor and we pray it bears fruit in your life. For more transforming messages, do subscribe to our YouTube channel at Victory Life Bible Church or keep yourself updated via our website at www.victorylifebiblechurch.org. You could also follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at VLBCINT. God bless you.